All right, welcome back to Two Dudes in a Bathhouse, episode two. I am Luke David. I'm joined always with my co-host. Jahani Mari. How's it going, Luke? Hey, going well, man. So we are here starting our second episode. Very pleased with how the first one turned out. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be addressing some of the feedback here shortly, um, as well as starting to get more organized as we continue. So again, we are talking about Ranma, one half, uh, one of our favorite animes here. And uh, we have some things to address right off the top here. Um, kind of some user f- uh, feedback here. Um, some questions that were asked, I do think are very reasonable questions to ask in a project like this. Um, and we're reasonable people. I mean, that shouldn't be understated. I, I would say that that is one of our top qualities is we're reasonable people. Too reasonable, um, somebody would say. Too, definitely too reasonable. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, a couple people right off the top are asking, you know, where they can find the show. Um, as we grow, we'll hopefully be available on more and more platforms. Um YouTube is in the works at the moment, uh, but as of right now, I think we are, what are we on six different spots. Yeah, at least six and growing. Um, so all the major ones, at least Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and then some of the smaller ones as well. Yeah, I think Pocket Cast was one of them. Cast, yeah. Um, we are available on all of those platforms. We release our shows on Wednesdays every week. So uh, this will be episode two. Uh, just as a reminder, this is a book club style show where we spend the week watching episodes and we meet back up for our recording to discuss it. So if you would like to follow along with us on the show, that is the best way to do it. Uh, you can find what episodes we are covering usually in the description of the episode as well as in the description uh, link. So uh, Ranma one half, here we go. Um, a couple other things I do think we need to address. I've heard from user feedback is a uh, a lot of people have been asking us uh, where we're watching the show, like what streaming service or how we're actually getting access to it. What are you doing? I'm I'm on Hulu uh, where I'm watching mine. That seems to be they have all eight, nine seasons of it there in, yeah. uh, in original Japanese with English subs or, yeah. you know, English dub. So I guess it depends on preference. Yeah, that's a big uh, question we'll address later. Too. I, too, am watching on Hulu. I'm fairly certain it's available on Crunchyroll as well. Um, so if you are following one of those services or subscribed, you can watch it there. And, as and well. depending where you're, what part of where we're talking about, I think YouTube has some of it as well. Interesting. So you might be able to catch some episodes. You know, if you don't have a subscription, you don't. You're just interested. Maybe check out so you can find the first episode on YouTube. Right. And then, and then go from there. Make a commitment. And, and then, of course, you always have the option. I did have some uh, users ask us if we are just watching the show or if we're also reading the manga. And I have read um, a few of the manga here and there. And just out of curiosity, once that question was asked, I went and checked it out. Um, you know, like with most things from print to, to visual media, definitely some differences I've noticed. But uh, the main plot seemed to me to be uh, pretty easily followed. Yeah. Something shifted around. What, have you read the manga? I mean, I have, but it's been it's been a while. And then just, it's, I feel like there's, I don't, I, don't, I just have enough time in the day uh, to devote to devote to the study of both. Uh, so I'm gonna. Well, I don't know. I, I have a lot of memories of you not listening to me while you're reading manga on your phone. So that's true. I'm surprised that you haven't uh, finished it. Uh, uh, definitely, as we, it, go ahead. Definitely, as we go on, I think that we'll we'll try to finish it. Um, I can see myself finishing uh, reading it before I finish the watch. Um, definitely. And then uh, another big question, and I think a question with uh, 
anime in general is are you watching the sub or the dub i'm not i can't recall if we talked about this last week uh so i'm watching the dub version right now um just because i don't know that's just what i decided the first time i watched it through was the sub version okay i noticed that much of a difference not that i remember i feel like the translation which i think we'll get into with uh with uh, some of Kuno's uh, phrases, as his, as he, uh, you know, as he expresses his love for for girl Rama. Yeah, uh, we, we we date. I, I I love date you. What does he say? We oh date yeah, you? I I have that written down. Let me see if I can. I, I can love you. That. I would date with you. I love you. Yeah, I, I would. would you. I would date oh. with you. Yeah. Uh, there's stuff that like that where it's like, is that a direct translation or is that intentional? Which that's definitely a question. Yeah. Um, there's also some stuff, you know, and I guess really the my question is to you, John, is do you typically when you watch uh, anime, are you a sub or dub? Because I know this is something that this is definitely a topic that from, you know, my interactions with a lot of anime fans, they're very uh, super militant about. Um, I, you know, either I find that they really could care one way or the other. They're just happy somebody's watching it or they're very militant about it. And um, I do think, you know, there's there's a reason to be militant about it um, with with this one. I have been watching them in both actually i'll usually watch them all you know they're pretty short episodes so i'll watch them first through uh with the sub and then i'll watch the dub afterwards um i did have a user comment that they really didn't like uh um the male ranma's voice actor in the dub and that alone caused them to switch over and uh, i do think he's a little rough um but i mean me personally my my judgment of anime's um dubbing is uh i'm pretty 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 generous um i've i've dealt with a lot of uh a lot of bad dubs where it just doesn't seem to bother me as much but um i also have spent um time watching um sub anime where i do end up really liking the um sub a lot better just i think yeah. that the actors sometimes give it more they're all and the i believe all of the um, dubbing english on ramna one half almost all the voice actors are uh canadian from what I can hear, I hear a lot of stories in the boots. So um, I'm I'm typically fine with that. But I do kind of agree with that listener that the the male Ranma um, actor is a little rough. But the other ones are are great. Uh, particularly, I really like Nabiki's uh, dub. Yeah, actor. I love Nabiki's. She's uh, really great, and I did have her name here as well. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. And I wonder, I wonder how many of these voice actors are are sharing roles and playing multiple. Uh, because the sisters all sort of sound similar. Yeah. Oh man, a lot, a lot, a lot happened with the sisters this week. I'm ready to yeah, get into a that. Whole lot. Um, uh, but I would beat. say before you move on from that, though, that uh, Inuyasha, the male Inuyasha, the male mm-hmm. Ranma, it becomes is eventually voiced by uh, the guy who voices Inuyasha, Richard Ian Cox. But that's season like four through seven, he does that. Oh, because I he remember might be the, the ultimate English dub you know voice actor that is i was gonna say as far as english dub goes i do feel like the um the late 90s early 80s english dubs are usually a pretty high quality i think that's because they were trying to break into that american yeah and he's like british or welsh or something is he and he i'm sure he's still a pretty prominent voice actor as well oh yeah i mean come on when it comes to voice actors they don't really switch up too much you find a guy they like they yeah they they stick to him yeah nabiki's voice actress um is uh a lady what's her name uh saffron henderson it looks like so what a in japanese it's uh minami takiyama but the okay. english one i really like the english one she has a lot of she has a lot of too that nabiki we learned a lot about nabiki this we week. learned a lot about nabiki uh, this week yeah we did um 
Okay, so just a couple more questions off the top now that we've talked about the sub or dub. Um, and this is another kind of, you know, anime uh, ritual question is, do you listen to the theme song all the way through every episode and ending song through uh, every I episode? Not. I do not. You do not? I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to either. I uh, just, I, I humbly disagree with you. And I know uh, that, I know that other anime fans are, be, are behind me. Because number one, the like, Ranma song is so good. It's been stuck in points, my head. At points. There are certain parts of that intro. I like the outro completely. No. But I'm also in a rush. The there's intro the song intro is so good. It's so good. There's a part of it that's too... That I, I mean, no, that's oh. not that. I like that part. There's a part after that. Maybe. I hate it. I'm uh, just... And I don't know a, a word of Japanese. So I don't I'm know just, a word of Japanese. I'm just appropriating yeah. along, trying to sing like it's terrible. But I love I think it... I only like one section of it. Really, I really like it. But I don't, I don't like it enough to watch it. See, yeah, to me, it. to me, I gotta listen to the song every time. But I don't, I don't watch any intro to any show. Like you know, I can't just be like, oh, because this is but, anime now. All of a sudden, the rules are different. I don't watch intros to anything. I skip all intros. That was that it. was the greatest technological achievement to you when they added uh, this that was. Button? That's what set Netflix apart for sure when they first did that. But I watched like I watched the first time I watch a show. I watched the first couple of episodes and I let it flow through. But once I've like learned the intro and I know the intro, I'm I'm just skipping through it unless I'm just you know chilling out. But there's not like there's something new that I'm gaining from the intro every time. You are gaining something. You're gaining the feeling of a, of a Saturday morning cartoon every time. I never watched Saturday morning cartoons. I was. But you could believe that you weren't allowed. No, 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 no. You see, you're triggering me now. Now, now, now I know why I don't do it because I'm rebelling against what I wasn't allowed. Not allowed, huh? Not allowed, dude. No go. That's an that's an issue for another time, I guess. That is for another time. Yeah, there they'll there could be a manga about that. I have I have the feeling of eating Lucky Charms every time I hear the intro song, and I get excited. I put on I also put on footsie pajamas before every episode. Doing yeah, you're you're talking a foreign language now. I don't know any of this. Right? <laughs> we were in church by nine. Okay, <laughs> that was some oatmeal. On the it's way. sad. Oh, I forgot you grew up Adventist. Saturday was yeah. That's right. That's the that's so. It. So just imagine showing up to school on Monday, pretending like you saw the cartoons. You got to make stuff up. <laughs> that was you always right. catching up. You're like, man, that episode of Animaniacs was fantastic. Was I love the, right? yeah. I love the Prince cameo they had in it. Yeah. That stuff. All right. Well, before we get into the episodes, one more question. So how do you think you would categorize Ronma One Half? Because I think that after recording the first episode and, you know, kind of telling some friends about it, word to, uh, um, word of mouth. I think that it's kind of a difficult one to get people into right away. I think yeah. it, I, I would kind of classify it as a romance. Um, definitely a gag as we saw with uh, Ryugo this week, which I mm-hmm. love, which we'll get into. Um, and then, you know, obviously martial arts and fighting. Um, I mean, how would you, cl- and you know, do you know of this being classified as a certain type of manga? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely falls underneath all of those things. Right. But maybe to different degrees. So if it's like one, two, three, to me, it's like it's a gag manga first and foremost. Everything works towards the gag. Right. Every fight leads towards a gag. Every room, you know, you see all the romantic blunders in these last couple episodes. I all- did. I got, and I was texting you about that. I got, I was getting pretty yeah. confused with the romance yeah. option, but. I know. Yeah. Well, so when I, was, I was reading. It's all for the joke, right? It's all for, it's all to see Dr. Tofu just screw up a whole neighborhood. Oh man, I can't people. believe <laughs> the level of his, of his buffoonery when Kasumi's uh, around. It's just, yeah, it's out of, out of control. And, you know, uh, unrelated, real quick, where I, how did you feel about uh, Kasumi making red beans and rice for Dr. Tofu? Uh, <laughs> did that put her number one for you? I mean, Loki, Kasumi, I mean, she kind of is, only because Nubiki just kind of, Nubiki's got a black widow-ish. Like, 
like, I don't, Nabiki, I feel like I just saving up enough money to get the heck out of her small town and never come back. I don't know what Hollywood. I don't know what she's doing with her bangs and like her her outfit is very her outfits are very contemporary to, to today. I can see all yeah. of them working for sure, for sure, more so than anyone else on the show. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I think because well, that's also the thing too is where I kept saying to myself, I maybe mean, we're getting off. I'm getting a lot of topic here. But I kept saying to myself, this show is just saying over and over again that martial arts are useless unless you do it aerobics or like some sort of like acrobat or gymnastics because they're just it's not useful to be a martial artist in this world. That's no true. one's super impressed. Like they're like, ooh, ah, ah. And then like well, that's like the extent of it, right? Like it doesn't actually give you a leg up in any kind of way. It really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, like it's almost just like a hobby, you know, like oh, which is makes go. it, yeah. It's almost like they're like 50 years in the past and now they're, you know, just kind of supplemented here and then you but, see that a lot maybe with Ryoga, which i love that episode uh, that's that, one of my favorite episodes. that was great that that type of that type of gag and yeah. you know for the listeners too i think that um johan and i both decided that you know since this is a book club style format we're going to spend a little less time going over each individual plot and just kind of talking about our off the top takeaways you know because we're going to assume you have watched the episodes beforehand or you just like to listen to us our buffoonery ourselves so uh, if we jump around, you know, just give us some feedback about that. But yeah, I agree. I think that the uh, the lack of importance of the martial arts um, is, you know, is quite humorous. You know, I have no idea still if, uh, um, what is it? Uh, <clears throat> Ryugo? Ryoga. Mm-hmm. Ryoga. Uh, Ryoga is, I have no idea what, how good of a martial artist he is because he's lost all the time. He's always lost. And you know we don't even get the big the big showdown yeah. between him and we get a little bit of a flashback, um, but and in addition to that, there's also um, I've been noticing that like the 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 secret of uh, Ginma and Ranma transforming is is becoming I can't tell if people know or hold care. on one second before you continue because we're gonna have to cut this. Can you hear all the people in the background? I cannot know. I have good headphones oh. and you have good mic, but. I have a good headphones too, but maybe I can just pick it. I just wanted to make sure. I'm going to cut that, but uh, so oh, that's take okay. that, that thought from the top of uh, Rio. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah. so um, I was just going to say, uh, if anything, it was probably my child, but... Uh, no, no, it's, I can hear them. They're, they're oh, my no siblings are, are rambunctious for sure. Oh, that's okay. I think we can have no a bit of that too. But uh, I was going to say yeah, that, yeah, I agree with you that a lot of the martial arts are having less importance. And in addition to those seeming to be less important to the rest of the people... Um, I can't really tell how we're established on if Ranma changing into changing genders is a big secret or not, or mm-hmm. Ginma turning into a panda is a big secret or not, because mm-hmm. people seem immediately, immediately adjusted to it. You know, I mean, Ginma in, in these episodes we watch gets a part-time job. He has a job. And not only does he have a job, but when Dr. Tofu introduces him, he says, oh, do you know Mr. Saotome? <laughs> like, like, that's why they're shocked to see him there. Right, not because it's a panda with the, a with a with a broom, <laughs> with a broom and like a Us Weekly, like yeah, like just hanging out. Yeah, it's, yeah. so it's uh, stuff like that. Is like it's funny. I can't. It, tell it never about. goes the direction you think it's gonna go. I guess, or they it never does, react yeah. the way I think they're gonna react. Oh man. Well, so let's briefly talk about you know kind of what what's happened since we last. Um, let's start off with Rama's uh, wet dream. With his dream, I, I, are we going to start? With, I mean, I'm not it's even wet, sure. How it's to, wet nightmare. It was a I'm nightmare. not sure how to properly address like that. He didn't like it. It was a cold sweat that he woke up in. It was a cold sweat, and then and then it was very homoerotic. I will say yeah. that. I and yeah. I told you last episode that he was weakening the knees for Kuno. To me, the weirdest thing about the entire thing, and you know, this is jumping ahead. The weirdest thing is that Kuno 
pretty much gracefully exits the the anime after this, like you kind of alluded to last week. He doesn't seem to make it past the this episode of the next. So yeah. it was very weird to start the dream off with Ranma being confused about being, you know, he was he was with another dude in a bathhouse. So here's my theory on that. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to think that, you know, what if, I mean, girl Ranma is a girl and maybe girl Ranma has some sort of otherly attraction. Maybe there's a, a partition that, that girl Ranma has a mind of her own to a certain degree. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe she's not in control. Girl Ranma is very prideful of her body. Girl Ranma is, but girl Ranma gets And is fine with slaunting it. Constantly uh, in all kinds of situations. The girl Ranma gets sexually harassed so much. It's I did. I counted control. our sixth groping. It's out of control. Is. And even like Akane, Akane I wrote down three times. Is Akane is just a bully. Akane is just a bully. She's just always bullying Ranma. Like, she, 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 she has to come on him. strong. Like, but she would just start beating him out of nowhere. Like, she does. That seems that it's a very like, like, you know, one of these days, Alice type of relationship. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe girl Ranma, uh, girl Ranma had some interest. Maybe she got a little, you know, she got a little something. But boy Ranma is like, no, 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 no. We're going to stick to the plan and we're going to, we're going to not do this. See, I don't know. I don't honestly. I'm not disagreeing to you. I just don't know how to feel about that. But I think that's if, a, that's a that's a fan fiction. That's a deep theory. That's oh, a, I, I can only imagine a fan fiction. But are you yeah, trying to suggest that Ranma is 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 twice twicely heterosexual? Heterosexual as as meaning male Ranma is interested in women, and female Rama is interested in men, and that bleeds over into the dream state. Or are yeah, you I think. I think that Rama is just interesting. Cause I think, I mean, he's getting all this, you know, attention as a woman from all these men and he likes right. the attention. He definitely likes the attention. I mean, cause look at how often, uh, 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 dad is just like, See, spitting I was, out his coffee. Like just, I was right. afraid, to, I was afraid to address that one as well. That scene where he puts his hand on Rama's breast. Right. And he has his hand on Genma also. And everyone's yes. looking at him and yes. he does, he takes his hand off Genma to point at his hand on the breast and say, yeah. this isn't what it looks like. <laughs> Like he doesn't take the hand off of girl Rod. He takes it off the panda to say, look, I'm not meaning to do this, but I'm going to keep doing this. I I know. And that's that's the thing about Ron is we really picked a doozy to start with because, you know, there's also that. Are we going to talk about that scene in the school courtyard? Oh, or, yeah. The, yeah, we're Akane once again. And then all the boys are just like. <laughs> she just, Akane just yanks Ronma's blouse off. And then she sees it, and then she doesn't do anything. To that was that was I was the most confused at the end of that scene. Yeah. I did not get what was happening because, like Kuno, after that he's all bandaged up and he he quits. He like swears off of the fight, and then at the same time, uh, well, that's Kane's, when he got super beat up though with Ramba's ghost like ghost kick. But is is Kuno not he is he, which what level of awareness does he have about Ramba's curse? I mean, clearly none, right? Because he's holding, he's hugging Ranma. But then he tries to turn him back into a boy, right? But that's what, like, Ranma's like, like, how dense can you be? Like, Kuno is not a smart guy at all, which is why he's, he, Kuno might be like a super senior, right? Like, he might have repeated that last year. (laughs) He does want to be called senpai. He, like, tries to constantly be like, like, he's just, he's not. That's why I said at some point we're going to have a conversation of who has less common sense, Akane or uh, Kuno, because there will be a few characters who just don't seem to get. For Akane? That, yeah, Akane for sure. Akane, Akane, hands down, is the dumbest character. She's sixteen years old. I, she doesn't so come off dumb to me. You you haven't seen it yet, but trust me, it's coming, and it's going to be glaring. When you see it, you're going to text me immediately, be like, "Oh, there it was, right there, hidden." Well, I don't know. I was I was very confused with the whole 
her pulling off Ranma's blouse as girl Ranma and then Kuno falling to his knees. And then of course, all the, the, the representatives of the sports teams that Akane and Ranma who now fight them together in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. But they make quick work. So three seconds, quick, super quick work. <laughs> like it doesn't take any, cause, cause Rama's there. Right. And that's yeah. the real difference makers that Raman is just this ultra martial arts guy. But, but even we got to remember too, what like spawns that run to the courtyard. It's Ranma talking about Dr. Tofu. And Akane right. just can't have that, anyone is that know who that she's she talking about in her little monologue. Yeah, that's who she has a crush on. It's Doctor Tofu. Like this crush, like she she comes to tears over it. Like right, like she's so in love with him. Yeah, and then, which is the question: it. How old is Doctor Tofu? Well, I don't know. The whole age of consent laws in Japan, I think, are are nefarious to us Western. So that's different, right? Because he's in love with the nineteen year old sister. He got his own practice. I, I've been. I put him in like his thirties at least. Uh, Akane is in love with him. She I try not. I try not to think about it too much. I don't really think it's intended to be as creepy as it might come off to a Western audience. Well, I wouldn't call it creepy so much as like more so from Doctor because Doctor Tofu's not like making advances on Akane. It's more like this. Akane's got this. He is. He's quite uber, encouraging. I wrote down my crush. Notes. Yeah. You think that he was encouraging towards Akane of, of her crush on him? Uh, of her like martial arts, you know. Oh, uh, for martial arts, yeah. But I mean, like her her love though, her affection. Like, he's not aware. No, she she's has not like a crush on him. That's what I mean. So I don't think it's creepy in that way. For me, it's more so it's like her having this ultimate like love for him to the point where like she can't even have it. Like, I mean, that's some of that's Japanese. You see that a lot in like an anime and manga and stuff, that right. kind of that kind of trope of like don't let my crush know that I have a crush, you know, because it's a pretty big deal of it, which I think in the Western World War II, like maybe we're over sexualized in a way that we don't appreciate some of that simpler kind of like, you know, romantic yeah. stuff, especially at that age. And again, you know this. This is quite an old, an old anime. So and that's true too. Stuff right? Yeah. So generationally, great. some things change. But I, I don't think it's intended to be. But you know, I see the same thing. I've been playing a lot of Persona Five lately, and there's definitely, you know, you're a high school character in that, and you have, you know, you have a, a older, an older teacher and an older doctor who are both, you know, very forward with your with your high school character in that game. So I think that's just kind of a trope that we might kind yeah, of, definitely we might kind of reel back a little bit in Western um, audiences. But again, I, I, do, I don't really want to spend too much time overthinking these types of things, but I think it's good that we talk about them. But, uh, and again, it's just like you're saying, it's all leading up to a gag, pretty much whatever's yeah. happening, which it totally is, you know, so whatever road they have to take to get there, I'm pretty fine with them too. So yeah, but Kuno, Kuno bows out. He has some other stuff to say about, you know, the the pigtailed, uh, the pigtailed princess, the pigtailed one, as he calls her. Yeah, he gets um, those photos from Nabiki. Uh, yeah. She, she okay, which we need much money off of that. We need to we need to address, yeah, what Nabiki's up to in this episode. So, in this episode, we see Nabiki kind of spurning on Kuno's love for Ranma or the pigtailed one, as he says after he's got the after he's hospitalized from the fight yeah the pigtailed one yeah and nabiki's kind of just spurning that on and, and what nabiki does is nabiki goes into ranma's room while ranma's sleeping and pours some cold water on him to turn his gender around and then just take some some lewd photos of him sleeping and then does the lewd, same lewd, lewd. They, they were lewd and then <laughs> they were specifically more lewd <laughs> Than um, yeah. Akane, who she was just yeah. like in her kimono doing martial arts, yeah, and then she meets, weights. <laughs> yeah, and then she, and then Nabiki meets up with with uh, with uh, Kuno and sells her sells him the photos. Of course, he yeah. buys all of them. 
Yeah, he buys all of it, and she makes it by by her by her spaghetti. I think she does. Yeah, she's, yeah. So she gets she gets all of it. She probably yeah, wouldn't she, got her bangs cut immediately after that. She's like, can't blame a girl for wanting to make a little cash. A girl has to eat. So Nabiki to me is just running. <laughs> Running an early version of OnlyFans, just a yeah. little more, just a little more predatory. Yeah, a little more direct too, right? It's, yeah. Uh, and and I also, also wakes up thinking that he's, you know, he's what the bed again. Uh, he's, yeah. he's ashamed. Right, <laughs> which really which is you know a classic sign of child abuse, and he does him and his father do fight a lot. Yeah. So maybe maybe he's just used to that. And, and I mean, I would call it child abuse to make her son swim to China. So I would. Yeah, it's abusive to me. It's definitely some stage dad uh, yeah. type type stuff. And you never see Genma actually ever really being a father because he tells one story, right? Yes, that was a great gag. Yeah, he does this whole setup about how like you got to treat people correctly because you never know like when you're hurting him. He flashes back to Genma wearing like a hot dog on a stick hat, like like just telling this woman that he's found somebody just much, 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 much better, much better, better dresser, more rich, dresses better. And, and then that's the family better. And that's the end of flashback. <laughs> and I wonder if that's wrong with mother. Uh, actually, that that woman that's richer and everything that's better. That's funny. I could I couldn't tell if they were just throwing that away as a gag yeah. or not because there is so much stuff that's be. like a yeah. gag in it. And I and I love that. Like yeah. I would say of all the anime I've watched, like the gag anime is 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 super funny to me. I think that the humor that they have is just so funny. So definitely, good. definitely, and it's so well placed, right? Like when uh. When uh, Kasumi shows up to Doctor Tofu's office, and a little old woman goes, "Oh, I guess I'll get better at home." <laughs> yeah, he's he's just he's just like that sly dog. Like, he thinks he thinks that's who Doctor Tofu's after. Uh. <laughs> oh man, what about when Kuno like is out at lunch with Nabiki buying the photos, and he has that doll, and Nabiki's Dude. like, "What is this?" He's like, "It's a cute little dolly <laughs> for a, for a sixteen year old. You have a crush yeah. on that you don't even know the name of. Like that's what he thinks that girls like at sixteen years old. And when you see his sister, I guess you'll." see why he's that way his family you see his house at one point and it's like oh, this all house? makes sense yeah kuno is legit like thinks he's like in the shogun era and like, like he's trying to be a samurai <laughs> like he thinks he's back then like he's gonna be the next potosai oh man oh that's great so what about um i also want to take a note how about like um the prevalence of kuno delivering letters by arrow just like shooting an arrow into the backyard and like almost always hitting someone that's the, <laughs> so close to that's a very dangerous out. way to deliver a letter it'd yeah, be a short yeah. show yeah so then i think we can get into the next episode which kind of starts with um akane and ranma running into each other um out on the street separately because you know akane goes to visit dr tofu and leave sad when Kasumi shows up. That's when we start really figuring out that there's kind of a romance between Dr. Uh, Tofu and Kasumi, at least on Dr. Tofu's end. I have no idea if Kasumi returns those feelings. She's just very clear that she's a mother figure. I think she likes And then she doesn't see it at all. I think if someone came up to her and said, you're getting married to me, she would agree. Like, I think that's one of those things where she's just like doing her duties. Yeah. Like Kasumi's not. Like Kasumi's not aware either, right? She doesn't realize that Dr. Tofu, she thinks he's just making jokes. Yeah, and she's just too concerned with like making the family dinner. She's a little yeah. passive aggressive when uh, Akane doesn't bring back meat and potatoes, though. Yeah. Just meat. <laughs> Her and Nabiki, dude. Yeah, Nabiki's yeah, like, I thought we were having meat and potatoes. And then uh, Genma's just sitting out there. What are they saying? Like, oh, I guess we just got to, do you have a plan yet? Do you have a plan? Yeah, they yet? just spend an entire day sitting <laughs> trying to come up with a plan. And then Genma's plan is to get a part time job. Uh, that's the plan <laughs> i'm not sure how that's that related yeah i didn't even think about that Ugh. uh that's but the, i that's, 
I did really like, you know, I, I think we've made a lot of jokes on this show so far, but I really, really like the scene where Kane and Ranma run into each other on the, the music was fantastic. During the that, music during was during great. Yeah. That's something I was like, Oh, I need to make this the intro for the next. For episode. sure. That was a fantastic, uh, fantastic track there. Um, and, you know, we, we do start seeing some more inklings of them being, you know, a little bit romantic. I yeah. would say romantic, definitely being more civil here and there. And this you know, is the best. Ca- I think this is the most serious we've seen them, too, at, at, together. Yeah. they. Right? Like, you know, Rama's always calling her a tomboy. She's always calling him a pervert. But, you know, they kind of drop those guards just a little bit yeah. in this episode. And, I, you know, it's nice to see because I, I do have to admit – you know, I assume they're going to be the main romance pushed on throughout the show. And again, could be wrong, but at the moment right now, it does feel right when it, when it comes because of all that turmoil mm. there. So I did really like that scene. Um, although Ranma really does, he goes hard with the negging against Akane. So, you know, you're saying Akane is kind of a fool. You later, think so? I don't know. I he's think, really, I think she starts it off. Like, and she just doesn't does like anything. boys. Except but that's about his like he's sorry. <laughs> so she has he has to get hit every time she just she remembers that. Like, yeah. There's definitely no, a lot of, I I feel like she starts most of it and he maybe neg next too, but he also allows her to beat him up, right? Like he he, he takes he's a good enough martial artist yeah. to dodge it if like he, wants he doesn't to. he doesn't fight back. But like Akane, like the way that she beats him up, she doesn't do that to anyone else. And you know what I mean? Like it's except for Kuno and all those it, men in the morning. Yeah, but even then, like she's putting in some effort. Like she's breaking a sweat. Like Rama doesn't even dodge; she just takes it full on every single time. He just takes it. That's Which true. Goes to show that you know he likes her, maybe, or he is. He's not, he's, he's, he's at least respect. He's capable of being distracted by her. That's for certain. Yeah, and he definitely gets distracted often because he's always thinking about her. I think because there's that she, episode where where Doctor Tofu, who's a parent, who is capable, what what Doctor Tofu does, remember, is he. He cripples Ranma. He does like a five-finger death little, punch to Ranma. Little, so little Ranma... Butt, little butt pat. Yeah, a little <laughs> butt pat. It's a little butt pat. <laughs> and then Ranma collapses, out. and Akane has to carry him home. That's when they first are like... Kind but of like, he him. collapses like two blocks away. So too far away to like go back to get I know. Up. Like, she doesn't think, oh, let's go back to the doctor. She says, let me just carry you home. And and Dr. Tofu, he's like, <laughs> I knew that would happen. Yeah. Dr. Tofu, Dr. Tofu, the matchmaker. <laughs> uh, who can't handle... Being around a woman that he likes, absolutely. Because you know his glasses get foggy, so he oh, stops being able to his, see his glasses. It's something you know all about. about I know all about, and I know what he's. <laughs> I know what he's going through. Right, like <laughs> his breath gets so hot, like he gets so hot that his glasses fog up, and, now, and he just starts running crazy. around with a skeleton and br- and breaking people. Crazy. I mean, he spills food on himself. He breaks people. He <laughs> Rama's neck. It's just, and no one, like everyone else, knows that this is going to happen. But Akana, that's why I say Akana is a bully, right? Because she sees this about to happen. Yeah, she's like, she's you'll fine know. With it. You'll yeah, know. Fine with it. The old yeah. lady gets out of there. The old man's coming up. And he's yeah. like, my back, though. My back. He's like, the old lady's like, nope, turn around. Don't do it. Yeah, turn around. And then no one helps her on. <laughs> Absolutely like, not. With an L-shaped neck. <laughs> and then and then it's like, it's messed up for most of the episode. And then at the very end, you're right. At the very end, Akane messes it up again. And Gim is like, I thought you got your, your neck fixed. Yep. No, but she she knocked him out again because he made a joke or mentioned Dr. Tofu and she can't have his name be said out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Someone will know. She's very, you know, John, she doesn't like boys. She only likes men. She only likes grown ass men. Grown (laughs) ass men. With jobs. I can't blame her. She's got a future ahead of her. She does, which kind of brings up the topic is, you know, I noticed on Hulu, the show's TV 14, 
even though it's rife with nudity, I don't think anyone's watching the show at to check all. Check out it again? Yeah, no, no one's updated that. Yeah, <laughs> no one uh, has checked it out. No one's gone back, <laughs> including <laughs> the censors. Episode. <sighs> yeah, there's no. Nearly. Which is also like considering the as much censorship that you get for like certain nudity and stuff. Yeah, uh, in in Eastern culture, maybe if it's more intentional, kind of more aggressively sexual, they they censor. But there's a lot that you can get away with in this. Yeah, uh, it's we it's weird. It walks that line of being you know sensual and for comedic purposes. Yeah. And I do think it's, I don't want, it's hard to say it's tasteful just because of the subject matter, but it doesn't like, it doesn't usually overstay its welcome. And it's always, I don't know. You know, there's that whole episode in the last episode we watched too, like the, it opens with just like Nabiki and Kasumi just dressing Rama in all of Akane's clothes. Yeah. You know, and then she beats up Akane because his the clothes don't fit him like it fits her. So she's mad. <laughs> so she, she knocks him out. I know, dude, but Rama was wearing that sweet pink overalls that just said Chino. Yeah. They're pretty, you had to admit, the, the style dope. is yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, I was I was impressed. I was thinking, where can I get you some of that? Oh, those uh, look good, yeah. Uh, and and Nabiki, uh, she's so evil. She basically guilts him into doing it, right? And she does. She's like, well, well no, she sabotaged him. She's like, well, all your clothes are in the wash. And you can't just walk <laughs> and, around topless around my dad. And you're running up our heating bill. So, oh yeah, <laughs> the heating. You can't just keep wasting hot water on your on you all the time. <laughs> oh uh, God, Naviki, a she's dastardly. That's for yes. sure. Um. So what else? Um, that's right. And Ron, Ron, whatever Rama compliments her also in this episode. I feel like he uh, he tells her that she's cute at least once. I think at the end of this episode, Akane. Yeah, yeah. They they she, do get they do get yeah closer. There's that scene, I can't remember exactly which episode they end up. They end up like by a river. Oh, oh she's throwing and, the boulders into the river. She's throwing the, the boulders in. Yeah, she's just all pissed off. I had to run that back. I was like, what is she? Like, why is she so is she bad? throwing she's just, in there? Like, she's yeah. not skipping rocks. She's just chucking boulders. It's it's short-lived niceties, though. Like, it doesn't yeah. last long. No, it doesn't last long at all. Almost to the point where it's like, it's almost like it's like, these are two people I don't think are going to get together. They do have a Sam and Diane thing going you know on. I mean, yeah. like, it's just, it just it doesn't. Because like the interest is is enough to maybe be friends, but like that's that's really as far as it seems to go. Well, you know, they're forced child brides, you know, they're not really into it at the moment, but Yeah. I guess. And, you know, I have seen all of Inuyasha, so I wonder how long this is gonna go on because Inuyasha is one of the great sad yeah. sad well, things. Yeah. Yeah, of my life. So I I'm well, wondering It's gonna go on. It it always goes on. If it's Ron just Ron always come, going if on. If Ron were to come out tomorrow, it'd still be going on. Oh it'd man. It'd be sixteen and a half. And Akane would still hate boys. So like <laughs> wouldn't change. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't kill the plot, right? You gotta yeah. keep it going on. And I mean it works, right? Because once you, again, like I said, there's a bunch of other cool characters that come in and a couple of characters who are clearly more powerful than Rama come in. Oh, like that, uh Ryugo? Is he more no. powerful or is he just lost? I, I would say not. And the lost the lost let's talk about the lost, right? Because that's something that comes up a lot as like a gag of, of plenty of anime and manga. I was going to say, like it reminded me a lot of One Punch Man with him always being late to his fights. Yeah, well, and yeah. He did that by 20 then, uh, years or so. In, in One Piece, Rono, uh, uh Zoro, he's always late everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of it, like, all the time. There's always late late characters, but Ryoga is probably the most he's great. Uh, lost of them all. That guy tells him to go straight like to Paris the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he's like, just run straight to, to the tunnel to get to Tokyo, and he just... <laughs> The turn comes up and he just runs right to the guardrail. 
Uh, but it's it's great, right? Because that episode opens up with the wild boar that's just tearing this village apart like he's Godzilla. Oh, <laughs> I know. Running through houses, everything, 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 causing utter destruction. Ryoga stops him with one one umbrella stick. Uh, Which I like as a weapon. I've only ever seen that in Soul Calibur, but that was... Yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Especially when he kind of flings it like a spinning top and it, and it flies around. And it's weighted, too, which you'll see. It was sick, yeah. Um, it's, super, it's pretty heavy, apparently. Uh, yeah, so he... So the Wild Boar gag is probably, like, my favorite, right? Because the Wild Boar, at one point, becomes, like, a fixture in the village. A fixture of the village, for sure. He's there all three times yeah. Rigo goes yeah. there. And he's back there. It's and he just, like, a, pops up all of a sudden. But it's always as if the wild boar wasn't a wild boar. He was just like, maybe he's a boar that just always lives in the village and he just kind of spazzed out, <laughs> just like correct, correct some stuff because he seems comfortable there. And then at the end, they say, wow, if we had this kid, this kid could be a one-man attraction in our village. And the boar, oh, like, for yep, sure. yep. <laughs> what, what is, the, what is the, the danger level of wild boar? In actual, oh, dude, is Japan the only one that are confronting it? I mean, I know uh, the, the beginning. Like an island of pigs that like ate all the Firefest people or something. Didn't they like shoot? <laughs> didn't they like? Didn't they like run them off the island? I, know. I didn't Bob hear about cocaine pigs <laughs> running the Firefest people out of there. I didn't hear about that. That's I'm gonna believe you, but uh, uh, that's not how it happened. But it could have. <laughs> if John Rule had showed up, uh, the the wild boar. I think that, no, dude, they're pretty dangerous. If I'm not I know, sure. yeah, I know that. I think like they have a problem with them in Texas. Well, maybe not after this weekend, but they have a problem yeah. with them in Texas. But what is what, which Hannibal movie is it where you find out that a wild boar could eat a man and get rid of all the evidence? I don't know, that's, man. That's, that's wild boar is scary. It's best to let them become a fixture of your village. I say. I think so too. Yeah, and then if push comes to shove, you kill it in its sleep and you eat for a season. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, it works out. There you go. Yeah, that, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. Now, the Ryoga arc, this is what I was saying. Like, once we get to Ryoga, I like I like this arc better than the Kuno arc, as far as, like, a villain. Just because Kuno's just such a... A clown. Yeah. That's really what it is, right? Ryoga's, Ryoga's only real fault is that he can't... He has no sense of direction. <laughs> Kuno is like a weird... Which you, which you have to... <laughs> You have to concede that's quite the fault. That's <laughs> because he he flashes back to Ron yep, when they're yep, in middle school. Yep. And he's like, <laughs> he's so serious, like, I right? waited there for three days, <laughs> which is way longer. Side, right? He thinks the crowds on his side as he's telling this story about how Rama <laughs> ran away from the fight, and they are at first, and then as they tell it, yeah, right. He's three days. Three days Rama waited, which it's is three, which more was than two days. Two, one. Day. <laughs> That's too long. One day at 23 hours too long, dude. Like that's like <laughs> too much. And he's like, well, I showed up on the fourth day. I was there. At the end of the week, not even the fourth day. It took about a week to get there, to go and, to his backyard. And so wait, <laughs> this is, this they're like, backyard. they're middle school, they're middle school like nemesis, which is yeah. all over bread, like oh, so many types of bread. Well, yeah, nemesis, yeah, all the breads. Uh, and I was thinking, I was like, you know, it's a little ridiculous to have like a because what in middle school it's like a five plus year long revenge arc over some fights about bread, but then I I kind of thought back to my middle school days and I would have to say I I met some truly terrible people in middle school so I can relate to that I think that if I had a nemesis they probably would have been someone I know yeah, in middle school yeah yeah well, I mean, what, what about that? middle school is not a good time for anyone in any country I don't think. 
I was thinking about King of the Hill, dude. What's Dale's uh, the, the name Dale always uses? That was like his middle school like nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> he just uses he just ruins his credit and like his uh I can't his social security. Time. I can't remember either. But that's what yeah, I, I could see that. I didn't have any middle school name. Maybe I did. Maybe I killed him. See, that's know. what I'm saying. You think about it and you're just like, man, there's probably somebody back in middle school. Yeah, but I feel like if I have that kind of problem with direction, that's what I'm focused on fixing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Ryugo doesn't something. address that problem. He that yeah. problem is never addressed. Because he's too prideful. Right. All he says is like, well, why weren't you there the, the fourth yeah. day? You you should have been there whenever I got there. You should have just kept waiting because you know I'm bad at directions. You should have known. But like, I didn't think you'd get lost going to your backyard. And he couldn't have always been bad because he went to school. So maybe he's more upset that Ranma kicked him in the face so many times over bread that he lost his sense of direction. Because he <laughs> had to go to school. Like, that's right? an interesting school every single right day. There. But he kept getting beaten up and not eating lunch. <laughs> <laughs> for you know three years of middle school oh kids lunch kids lunch being provided at school till still a topical issue today you know that's right Damn man i did i did look up after watching this episode a japanese melon bread and i'm gonna have to tackle that because that looked, yeah that looked quite nice to me my favorite part of the like, salad uh, bread oh oh wait that yeah. is <laughs> My favorite part of the manga is when they throw in like a recipe for you to make, like a do-at-home recipe. I've never once done one, but we should. <laughs> we definitely should. We should have some. Well, uh, anime food is so decadent all the time. Yeah. It looks so there, good. There are some really good food mangas and animes. I'm talking about I know. curry. Talking about I've bread. watched a bit of Food Wars. We should consider tackling that one at some time. Yeah. I like Food Wars. Because as you Food Wars I, is so, I guess, so sexual. <laughs> Every time they eat something, something's got to close But I mean. You and I have spent times in kitchens, and I think we can both agree that, like, anyone who describes food in a sexual way is a, is a terrible cook and a terrible person. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the one you don't want to be the walking with. You do sure. not want to be in the walking with that cook. Uh, um, like, why are you doing that to the Caesar dress it, dude? Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, <not>. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, all right, well, do we want to cover anything else about these episodes, maybe? Any last-minute thoughts? Um, we, we man, yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think is going to happen with? Uh, I mean, what are your predictions that you haven't seen anything going well, forward? You know, Ryoga, Ryoga and Ranma I can aren't about that, to fight because Ryoga got lost again yeah, in the episode. But you know, I do like I do like a good build up to a fight, so I'm okay with that. And, and I, it is a good and fight. Like, and like I said, the Saturday morning cartoon style works really well for me because you know I'm excited for this week to see that fight play out because yeah. I, I really do. I like when a when a show spends its time to kind of build up that um adversarial fight so i'm excited for that next week obviously i assume they're going to throw down um yeah. a little different than kuno because i mean akane doesn't she doesn't have a lot to say about this fight so we'll see where she how she feels about it you know yeah. i did i did get upset uh in the, the when kuno and ron were about to fight where akane's always just trying to tell ronmo that he better watch out because the other guy's actually really strong and like i feel like that ron that's why ron kind of gets super showy uh yeah know? He does his backflip kick, but he doesn't actually like he barely like touches his chin and that like gives him all those injuries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I was like, can you just be on his side like for one second? Like even against Kuno, your super stalker, who now Ranma has saved you from because she, he's taking the attention from from you. She, she you can't because she's that schoolyard like boys are dumb like kind of vibe. That's just her whole thing, man. That's her character. No, I'm okay with it. You I'm must okay say, with it. I, I think, think, I think, I think that you high. had some mean girls in, in uh, middle school and high school. Oh, definitely. Though, I think. There's, there's definitely. There's definitely you, had, been some. you had some antagonistic girls. I was a, I was a, I was a, a black kid in Ukaipa, uh, California. <laughs> so were you the one at the river, like, yeah. thrown in boulders? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yes. 
That's me. Ugh. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's a good stretch of episodes. I, I, I was happy with it. I felt like they were each episode had some super humorous and good going on from, you know, Kuno and his and his doll that he's just kind of like cradling in the restaurant. Yeah, that was in great. Full, in full gi. <laughs> always in gi. Always in always in, in uniform. Always in a <laughs> yeah, no, great good stretches of episodes. Um and you know, it's hard to ask you what you think is gonna happen because you know. Um, but you know, one of my hopes and predictions is, is I hope that Ranma and Dr. Tofu fight at some point. Um just because I'm I'm you know, Dr. Tofu can cripple people at will. And you know, Rama seems like I haven't really seen him do his full potential, use his full potential against anyone but Genma. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Um, little little last takeaways. You know, I love the line where uh, Kuno says uh, Tatawaki Kuno was Furunkin High's greatest champion, and then someone in the background is like, "He's also his greatest pervert." Uh, just good writing yeah. there. <laughs> um, hard not to love that. So they had a lot of, lot of great things, a lot of great quotes. Another part I really liked with the music, um, was when, you know, Ranma and Akane are looking at the sunset. Like the soundtrack to me is really good in the show. And I, I definitely have a, a soft spot for 80 cent pop. So, but it really works well for me. Yeah. I'd agree with that. At times. So, um, so yeah, anything else before we get to some, uh, feedback and, uh, some, some last minute notes. No. Um, do you know which episodes we're going to get to more fights for sure? Do you know what episodes we're going to watch next? I was looking at the episode descriptions and it kind of seemed like a new arc started in episodes 11. So do you think we should watch eight, nine and 10? Yeah, I think so. And then we'll start fresh and then we'll do like 11 and 12, 13, 14. I think there are four episode arcs is how it breaks down generally. So that one, do we want to watch the initial Ryoga arc? Ryoga is a recurring character from here on out. Now he'll be here all the time. Oh, see, I was wondering really so now i'm wondering and is he going to get folded into the whole love triangle squares parallelogram sort of yeah yeah because he You'll looks see, awful Rama without a rat tail to me sometimes. yeah there's, there's a lot of that where it's like everyone's got a love interest and they're all trying to sabotage each other to get to the specific love interest they want and the only one who doesn't really seem to have a love interest is Rama. what about nabiki right does she have a love interest other well, than because nabiki's not really she's not really like an a character right like she's like the main character is rakane Rama. Nabiki fades away, just like, you know, like she's not super prevalent in every episode. Oh, okay. She more comes in to give a little bit of sass and edge every once well, in a while, but there'll be episodes where you don't see her at all for a while. Okay. Well, then next week, let's watch 8, 9, 10, and 11 so we can okay. get that new arc introduced and just to kind of keep things speed, uh, speedily moving. So, um, so yeah, a good show. I do think that we should kind of uh, plug uh, once again how to reach us. Um, we do have a, some reader mail. Um, who listened to the last episode, friend of the show, Wesley. Um, and do you want to read his mail there? Do you have it up at the top? I do have it. I see it. I'll read it. Uh, so Wesley says, I like the show overall. Felt like you got a bit off topic where the whole Dragon Ball Z thing. It robbed me up. The, the thing that robbed me up was looking at Frieza as the hero. I never really thought of him that way. And was talking to my coworker about the appearance of Frieza. And it all came down to the fact that he looks like a hero just because he's purple. Can't wait to be a guest on the show. I uh, can't wait to have you, Wesley. Yeah, Wesley, because there's a lot to unpack there with that. Yeah. These hot, hot talks here. Because <laughs> uh, you got some you got some opinions. Because number one, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the, the Dragon Ball Z thing was, was just establishing some history there. We weren't saying that anything really particular about it. And then... No, yeah, I was just... That and was, then, that I was mean, a quick you're, caveat. You were watching Dragon Ball Z in Spanish at first. As in a, a different language, yes. A language that I would like to make clear I do not speak. And I don't really I think was, a purple is a heroic color, so I'm not... 
Well, I, I do, and, and it's it technically it's a it's a royal color, but I don't. I guess not heroic color. I don't know. That's a. Is there a heroic color? We'll have to have Wesley come down and break yeah. down a little yeah. bit more of, of why him and his because in English, once I understood what Frieza was saying, there's nothing heroic about him at all. You know, yeah, he chops Krillin in half he from what I recall, and he's even not that purple in the beginning. He's because in the remember in his Frieza the first day, that's like ultra perfect Frieza is like real purple. But that's true. The other freezes were in his. He's got his armor on and stuff. He looks more. Brown. Oh yeah, he doesn't chop Krillin. He stabs Krillin with his head horns. Uh, he does. I think he does chop him at one point too. Wait, he does stab with his head horns when he's like in his second form. Yeah, I remember that because Krillin, Krillin cut his tail off. Is that what happens? And then uh, something he gets him in the horn. Krillin. Uh, I don't know. We're not gonna watch Dragon Ball Z. I don't. We're not gonna watch. We're going it. to. We're not. It, gonna, it's I'm so. Not. Pre- it, we just can't do it. It's already yeah. bad that we mentioned it two shows in a row, Wesley. So that's we'll, true. We'll give you the blame. It's like, it's like talking about Jay-Z on a hip-hop podcast. It's like, all right, we get it. <laughs> it is. They're bringing up Dark Souls on the video game yeah. uh, yeah. form. Right. You played it on hard, you beat it. I yeah. understand. All right. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that's great. Again, you can reach us with any feedback or reviews. Uh, we're really looking for those reviews. Those really help us grow the cast. Yeah, please review on Apple uh, especially. Yeah, on Apple reviews, especially Google as well. Um and if you do one of those reviews, we will also read that on air. Um, so, yeah, join us next week for episodes 8, 9, 10, and 11 of Ronma One Half. You can reach us by email um, at two dudes in a bathhouse at gmail.com. Again, that's two H's with bath and house. And that does, after spending the week uh, Googling it, that provides some interesting results. Oh yeah! Don't don't ever type that into Google and click. So on I say, type it in. I say, I say, you know, give our tech overlords, let them know that you your interests vary. Uh, I say use a VPN first and then have at it. There you <laughs> so, go. <laughs> have at that. Cook, send the kids you, away. Then, although you know, a lot of the Google reviews, and you know, maybe time will tell if we'll change this trend. But a lot of the results, I don't know if you noticed this, Johan. Uh, they showed they brought up a Mafia Three's bathhouse scene. Really? You remember like that, that part? Okay. Because that's a game I know we both played. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. People trying to that's go funny. the walls yeah. and see what's going on there. But uh, so, my thing now, uh, when I get in a compromising position and someone catches me doing something that I shouldn't do, I just say, oh, I was looking for this David Lynch thing. And then that kind of, <laughs> like, if they understand, they understand. And if they don't, you know, they still kind of have to. <laughs> so, yeah, this David Lynch, someone mentioned it. And you've seen Mulholland Drive, right? It's like that, but... <laughs> That's why. Oh man, I liked I like so many Southern California people. I have a lot to say about David Lynch. Maybe another, another time. <laughs> we'll uh, uh, we can we'll try to avoid David Lynch and Dragon Ball Z on this podcast as much. I don't even know how they came up now, but we'll try to avoid them as best we can. But uh, anyway, so join us next week for episodes eight, nine, ten, eleven. Check us out on YouTube um, and Twitter as well. That's at Two Dudes in a Bathhouse. Um, our email again two dudes in a bathhouse at gmail.com and we will see you all next week good night yeah yeah thank you